I'm your host, Erin Groves, and this is where your positivity journey starts. Welcome to the Pop Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Podcast. It is just me today. I have not done a solo episode in what feels like forever. And so I thought, why not? Since I was traveling last week, I was home for the holidays to do a solo episode, which I'm super excited about. But before we jump into what that is and how I came up with the idea, I kind of wanted to recap. Obviously, last week I did an episode with Nikki, which I always love those episodes. She's someone that I've become really close to over the course of the last six to eight months since I started my new job. And her and I are so different, but it's just funny when we sit down and have conversations how different we are, but how similar we are in certain areas of our life. So I definitely appreciate her friendship. And I left for Charlotte on Tuesday to fly home to see my family. I'm originally from Columbus, but my family now lives in South Carolina. I always say Charlotte just because they're right close to the border. They're down in South Carolina, like 15 minutes south. So I flew home on Tuesday, which is something that I was super grateful for. I feel like I've not gone home in months. It was either August or September was the last time I went home. So it was nice to go home and just relax which is something that I am not good at. It's something that I am trying to get better at. But if you listened to last week's episode, you probably learned that I'm very go, 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 go. I'm very much of a doer. And my days Monday through Friday are pretty much scheduled down to the minute from the time I wake up between 5 and 5.25 till the time I go to bed between 8 and 8.30. There's something every minute or every hour of that time frame. So it's nice to just go home and have nothing to do for a few days and just relax and hang out with my family and my dogs. So that was awesome. And I have two tangents on that. So the first one is, as everyone probably knows by now, I am a huge Ohio State fan. My whole family is. I was born and raised a Buckeye. Obviously, the game did not go our direction this weekend, which brings me into when people text you to remind you that you just lost a football game. Why? I just, I haven't quite understood that logic. I had people text me like, ha ha ha, the game. I'm like, yeah, the cool thing is that I have a job and I also have a TV. I watched that happen as well live. Like, thank you for the reminder. There's nothing more annoying. I mean, unless you enjoy losing, which if you do slide into my DMs, there's a lot that I could probably learn from you, but I just don't understand why people need to text you and remind you that your team lost as if I had no idea what happened, as if I lived under a rock because every major sports network is now talking about it. So that's my first tangent. If you know that your friend, I'm very lighthearted about that stuff too. Like I'll give some of my friends like joke around, but I also feel like you need to know someone well enough to be able to kind of push their buttons. And some of the people that texted me, I'm like, what? Just doesn't make any sense. But whatever, I digress. 
So yes, I know that Ohio State lost. I guess it's part of life. I'm not good at losing, but it's okay. We got him next year. The second part of that is I posted on my Instagram story and I feel like on the news and my parents, they're like, you need to get to the airport two hours early. The traffic is so bad. The airports are so crowded and blah, 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 blah. And I just have never in my life waited in security longer than 45 minutes. DFW, that place is the easiest for me to get through. Charlotte is a little bit more difficult for me. I don't know why. Sometimes the lines are like 30 to 45 minutes long. But I would just like to say, I know this is a hot topic. And one of my friends DM'd me on my Instagram story after and was like, I'm the opposite. I love being there two hours early. But I just can't. I would rather just walk on when I know my flight's getting boarded and then walk off. It's like that 45 minutes where I'm like, I should be doing something productive, but I'm just sitting here watching TV or watching a football game. I don't know. I just, it really got me thinking. So that's kind of what I've been up to traveling, hanging out with my family and friends, which leads right into the topic for today, which I need to start doing more solo episodes. It's something that I know I need to do and something that I have set an intention for myself to be more consistent with. And that's something that Nikki and I talked about last week a lot on consistency and how she feels that I'm consistent. But in my brain, I feel there's certain things that I could do better. So solo episodes is definitely going to be one of them. And I was just sitting in my room and I had a few ideas, but I'm someone that when an idea comes to me, I just know right away if it lands. I feel like I'm pretty decisive and nothing was really jumping at me. Like I felt like I wasn't super passionate about something or some of the ideas that I had were more future focused for the new year and episodes along those lines. And then I just randomly was journaling and I'm like, why don't My intention for this year was gratitude. It's Thanksgiving and I turned 25. So why don't I just do an episode and list out 25 things that I'm grateful for? So that is going to be the episode for today. And when I first thought of 25 and I was texting with one of my friends, Laura, about it, she's like, I love that idea. I immediately was kind of overwhelmed because I always write three every single day and more often than not, they're similar. (laughs) It's usually around my health, my family, my friends, things that I wake up every morning and I'm just reminded of how grateful I am. And so when I thought of 25, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? It really starts to rack your brain, but it, it just got me thinking of how there's so many things that we overlook. And I don't wanna, you know, assume for you all out there listening, but I know for me that I am grateful for that I just don't recognize and I don't slow down enough to be like, wow, I'm grateful that I have a job and a roof over my head or I have food on the table. There's so many little things that I personally definitely take for granted. So I wanted to do that on this week's episode. So starting from the top, The first thing I am grateful for is my family. I don't get to see them that often just because we're all, my brother's in Charlotte, my sister's in Kentucky, and my parents are also in Charlotte. So I just don't get to see them that often. 
they don't really come out here ever since my mom hasn't had been able to walk really well. It's hard for her to travel. So she and my dad don't come out here that often. So I am very grateful for my family. I am very grateful for my friends. I feel like as I've gotten older and I've committed myself to more things and I've started really getting passionate about this podcast and being super involved in my career and yoga and the other things in my life that I'm just really appreciative for my friends and the space that they give me when I need it and being there when I need them as well. The third, which is something that was put into perspective, and this is also something that I touched on a lot last week, is just my health. Three and four, three is my health, and then four is my family's health. I think health is the thing that is overlooked until something happens, until you have the flu or something significantly worse. I know in my family, it was like my mom getting in a car accident. My sister has Crohn's disease. So I feel like there's things that can happen that really just put into perspective your health. And I know over Thanksgiving, I'm a health freak for a reason. And it kind of just reminded me that on Thanksgiving, obviously I indulged, I ate all the things, lots of dairy, lots of gluten, and took that into Friday. And yesterday, Saturday, and then today I'm recording this on Sunday, I've just not felt well. I've had no appetite. My stomach just feels blah. I just feel very sluggish. I try to go for a run. I just didn't feel well. And it just reminded me why I eat all those healthy things and why I move my body because I just notice such a difference internally and externally when I'm not eating right. But I am very grateful for the food. That it was not the point that I'm trying to make, but I'm just very grateful for my health and also my family's health. We thought my mom was going to have to get another surgery, but she is in the clear, which is great. Number five is my faith, which is also something that I touched on a little bit last week with Nikki, and it's something that her and I really bonded over. We both are strong in our faith, very spiritual human beings. And I feel like as I've gotten older and as I've put more energy into that, I've started to attract like-minded individuals. And it's just something that I appreciate where I can have those conversations with someone close to me and it resonates. They don't think you're crazy, but they're also not pushing you towards something, which I think, and this is another little tangent, but I think a lot of times when it comes to faith or spiritual or meditation, that people tend to push their beliefs on you. And if you don't believe what they believe, then you're wrong. And it's something that I'm grateful for in the friendships that I have, that there's no judgment around if you're religious, if you're not religious, or what in between that. So just having a faith and believing in a higher power is something that I am very grateful for and something that I'm grateful I have grown into as I've gotten older. Number six is my dogs, which I've never really been the biggest dog person. I am allergic to animals, actually. I don't know if I've ever said that. And I have terrible, terrible asthma. And I think that the association with asthma attacks in the hospital throughout my early childhood and not being able to breathe with animals, I just didn't like them because I would associate 
that negative outcome with dogs. As I've gotten older, I am on better medicine. I started getting allergy shots. It's just a lot more under control. And my parents have two puppies that I am obsessed with. So I am very thankful for them and just taking them on walks and just hanging out when I'm sitting on the couch watching TV at home. Number seven and eight wrap into each other, but number seven is just yoga and fitness. As you all know by now, this is at the core of who I am. And I think about this daily. I don't know who I would be without it. And I don't ever want my identity to be in a career or sports. I don't want to attach myself to something really external, which is a whole different tangent. But I'm just super grateful for being able to move my body, going to yoga when I'm home, going for a walk or a run, and just getting that mental release. It's something that I've grown into a different mindset and appreciation for over the years. And I was going for a run this morning, and it really just reminded me that some days you're going to run a fast mile for five miles, and sometimes you're going to be slower. You're not going to feel as great, but it's just the movement that matters, which brings me right in to number eight, which is I'm very grateful for teaching and having yoga. As we've talked about and some guests have discussed in the past on life really being a journey, it got me to thinking about this podcast, and I'll do a whole episode on this probably towards the new year about when it was born, which I've t- touched on a little bit, but just kind of looking back, and I look at yoga teacher training as a re- really pivotal moment because I feel like if I had not gone through that yoga teacher training, had I not learned how to direct bodies and be concise in my words and be loud and direct an audience, I don't think that the podcast would be here today. And I don't think that it would have landed and resonated with so many had I not had that experience and how I had I not taken that risk. So it's one of those things that you perspective, which I love to talk about is just looking back and being like, wow, I had the opportunity to guide so many people and I still love doing that and it's still something that I do, but it's just kind of crazy to think that I truly believe a lot of that, a lot of what I'm doing now had to do with going through that experience and just getting taught those little cues and taking out certain words and filler words and all that type of stuff. I'm still working on it, but that is number eight is just teaching yoga and meeting new people. Number nine is simply having food on the table, which is something that I probably don't think about. But when I was home for Thanksgiving and cooking with my mom, it was something that just really reminded me of being able to afford going to the grocery store and all the healthy food that I like to buy and having my job, which is something else that I'm grateful for to support me. So that was just something that was one of those little things that I know for myself, I often overlook. Number 11 came to me on Black Friday when I was shopping for my friends and family. And that is just having clothes to wear and having the opportunity to 
buy new workout clothes and buy new work clothes. And again, it's one of those fundamental things that a lot of people probably don't think about being grateful for. But I know for me, just being able to say, hey, I need a new sweatshirt or I want a new sweater, having that opportunity and just having clothes to put on. I know there's a lot of people out there in this world that don't have that same opportunity as I do. So that's something that I'm very grateful for. Number 12 is the ability to travel home for the holidays. Flights have skyrocketed since COVID, which I was home a lot during COVID and flights then, I mean, were so cheap. It was crazy. So I am just very grateful that I have the opportunity to travel home and the financial freedom there, which leads right into number 13, which is my job. Something that I am working on internally and every day is just being grateful for where I'm at in my career. I'm someone that is on to the next thing fast or is not where I want to be. And I think that has a lot to do with the success that I've had in my career and where I'm going in my life. But I also feel like I'm on that hamster wheel of I don't want to be that person that never has enough. I want to be someone that can really look back year after year and be like, wow, look how far I've come. I still have dreams and goals and I don't think those are bad. But the whole concept of life is a journey is something that I need to work on being more grateful for. So I am grateful that I have a job that pays the bills. Number 14 is this podcast. I thoroughly enjoy doing this podcast. And there's a part of me that eventually wants to start monetizing this this podcast and starting to, you know, really grow it and get more listeners and all those types of stuff. And I have a lot of big and lofty goals for that. But there's another part of me that just loves where I'm at right now. And it's something that I truly look forward to every time I pull up the microphone or every time I pull up into the studio. And it was funny because I was talking with Nikki after our episodes. She's like, you can just tell how passionate you are about it. And it's why you're so good at it. And it just really reminded me of how And especially for all of you out there listening, that if you're trying to find a side hustle or something that you enjoy doing, I promise you it's out there. If you would have told me this in 2020, I would not have believed you because I was praying and journaling and meditating on what that next thing was going to be for me. And now a year later, I am doing that exact same thing. So give yourself time, be patient, and good things will happen. So the podcast is 14. Number 15 is kind of building off of that. And that is just the relationships and the people that I've met through the podcast. And like I mentioned, I have a lot of big goals. There's a lot of guests that I want to have on. But I just think that I've had so many cool people on the podcast that I even listen back to these episodes. And I'm like, wow, I've learned something every single time. There's quotes that still run through my brain on the daily of things that they've said. I know I go into work and I tell everyone about what they said and I'm like, listen to this episode. He said this was so good or she said this. So it's just something that I'm very grateful for and just the network around me and the opportunities that I've been presented with is something that I really am grateful for and something that I know I would not have had this success had I not met those certain people. Number 16 
and 17 kind of go hand in hand. And number 16 and 17 is something that I've talked about last week with Nikki. 16 is my confidence. And I can do a whole episode on this if that's something that you guys want to hear about. And it's hard for me to talk on it sometimes because I don't really think of myself like that, which is probably doesn't really make sense. But when Nikki was sitting me down and talking to me and asking me these questions and her and I talk on the phone all the time. So she would always ask me that. And I've been told that before and I didn't really know how to break it down into things that you out there listening could be like, that's something I'm going to start implementing or this is something I'm going to start doing. And so that was my reminder to just be grateful for the confidence that I do have. And 17 is independence. And I truly believe that these two go hand in hand. And I think And if you ask my dad, he would say the same thing because I still remember when he told me this when me and my sister would always argue. He's like, not everyone is as confident and fierce and just wants to go get something as you are. And that's something that I've really struggled with because I want everyone in my life to be happy. And whether it's my family or my friends, I just think it's something that I overlook and I take for granted is just the independence that I've had. I think a lot of it has to do with just my nature and the way I was raised. My mom is very much the same and my dad is very much the same. So I really think that it's just genetic and and how they raised me to be, especially over the last two years. I've done a lot of just being home by myself and meditating and really appreciating that. So confidence and independence, I think, are kind of, they're always the hills and the valley. There's going to be times when you're at the top of the mountain and your confidence is super high. And then there's going to be times when you're at the bottom. But my biggest piece of advice, if you're trying to be more independent or you're trying to find that confidence is just to keep going. I know we say this on every episode, but just keep taking that next step. Sit alone with yourself. Start writing things down about yourself that you like. Another big tip, and this is something that I've personally done, is look at people that are confident or have those career goals or find someone that you admire to be and not admire to be in a physical way, admire to be in a personal way, the way they carry themselves, the people they interact with. How do they handle conflict if they're a movie star? Are they someone that's constantly in trouble or are they someone that's mentoring people and giving advice If you're super faith-based, maybe you look for someone that is super faith-based. I think that's another good way and not to emulate exactly what they're doing, but I think having someone out there that you idolize and watching their behaviors, watching the things that they're doing, the things that they're saying, I think that will help you kind of get a better idea of the direction to go if you feel like you're in this area where you're just lost or I don't even know where to start or... I dated this guy and now my confidence is shot. I think it really truly is a journey. I think every age and every chapter of your life brings its own challenges. But I just think confidence and independence is something that I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful for that I learned at my age. Number 18, which is another one of those ideas of a solo episode, is singleness, which kind of wraps into independence. 
And I have two things on singleness. The first one is the reason I wrote this down as something to be grateful for is because I think there's a lot of people out there who look at singleness with a negative connotation. They think being alone is a bad thing. And this came to me because I am having a work party and I am the only one on my team of people that is single. And at first, I remember telling Nikki, I was not sad, but I was just like, okay, I'm the only one that doesn't have a significant other. I'm not the youngest one. There's a few people that are younger than me. And not that everyone was looking at me or like no one was judging me on my team, but I just feel like when you're the only one that's doing something, I feel my whole life I've been so used to just being the only one that's single or being the third wheel. I feel like it was the first time that I was like, wow, everyone is married or everyone is about to be married. And I haven't even thought about what I would even do for a wedding. So it got me thinking. And I know that I'm probably more of an outcast when it comes to this type of stuff. And my opinion might be a little bit different, but I just feel like how independent I am in nature leads right into that. And I don't believe that you should settle in any aspect of your life. And do I take it to an extreme? Probably, but I'll figure it out one day. So that is something that I am grateful for, especially in this chapter of my life. I just have so much going on that I even struggle with putting that on someone else or I have my days pretty much planned out that I don't want to be in a place where I can't give to someone as much as they deserve, which I think is a lot of the reason that I am still single is I know relationships takes two people and I've never been able to give as much as I could receive. And so that's why I have made the choices that I have. With that being said, number 19, we're taking it back up to my parents and their relationship, which is something that I'm very grateful for. And as I've gotten older, I've heard more about relationships, divorce, cheating, all the things that you hear about all the time. I'm just very grateful for my parents and the relationship that they have. And I think that is a lot of the reason that I am the way I am because they have set such good expectations and good role models of what a relationship should and can be that I don't feel like I'm in a rush and I don't feel like I should or will settle just to be in a relationship because society and everyone in the South seems to be dating or married by the time they're 25, which to each their own, everyone's on their own timeline. Number 20 is my financial freedom, which is something going into 22, I'm really going to put at the top of my head for being grateful for just because, again, it's something that I overlook. I always want to have to be at this goal. I want to be here by the time I'm here. Or why am I not at X? And if there's one thing that I've learned this year, it's that the grass is not always greener. If you take certain risks or you do certain things just to get to a financial place, it doesn't mean that you're going to be happier. And more often than not, the answer is you're not going to be happier if you're just only chasing money. And so that's something that I'm trying to focus on more is I am grateful for where I'm at, for 
the financial freedom that I do have, being able to travel, being able to go out to eat. If I want to go visit friends, I can. So that's something that I needed to be reminded of. And that's why I put it as number 20. And I feel like I'm out of breath, but we are going to keep on going. We only have five more. Number 21, which is probably could be a 10 minute topic that I'm not going to go into, but this is just growth, both internal and external. Nikki tried to compliment me last week and I got so awkward, which I don't know why I just don't do well with compliments. And my growth from last year to this year, in my personal opinion, is just been, I don't even know how to explain. Like, I just feel like I've grown so much and my perspective on things has grown so much with everything that's happened in my life. Leaving a job, starting a job, losing one of my best friends, starting a podcast, being in a new city. There's just so many things that I feel like happened in my life over the past three years. And the old me would have been very reactive, very why me, very victim mentality. And the new me, and especially after yoga teacher training, I just feel like my perspective has totally shifted. I've never wanted to be more other-oriented. I've never wanted to help people so much in my life. I feel like I'm really coming out of that mid-20 or that early 20s of just being selfish and going out and all that type of stuff, which I'm not saying is wrong. I'm still selfish in a lot of, excuse me, areas of my life. So that's just something that I write down every day of things that if something went wrong, I try to journal about what I could have done differently. And that's something that I put a huge, huge, huge emphasis on, especially this year, is just how can I grow internally so that when I'm speaking to you guys and I'm at work, that it's showcasing externally. And the two things that I'm really working on, the first one is just self-awareness, being able to know where I'm at in a room If someone's not being nice, how can I, you know, lift the energy in the room? Or how can I, if someone is, they're saying things to me that are not very nice, or I hear that they're saying bad things to me, how can I respond in a more mature manner and be self-aware about my actions and the things that I'm saying? And the the second thing is empathy, which Nikki and I talk about a lot. It's something I don't have a lot of sympathy. I try to empathize, but it's definitely something that I'm working on. And I've been reading, I'm still reading the Brene Brown book, Dare to Lead, which talks a lot about empathy and leadership. And so that's something, and that's actually, hint, hint, may or may not be one of my intentions for 2022. Number 22, speaking of 22, is Dallas. I have had this weird urge that I want to move. I'm ready for something new. I don't know where, what, or when. I just have this weird gut feeling that it's coming in the near future, whether that's the next six months or a year or 18 months. And so I'm just very grateful for Dallas. I have never grown so much as a person. I have met so many amazing, incredible people. I have started my first job. I became a yoga instructor. I launched a podcast. There's so many things that this city has given me and so many opportunities that I know in five, 10, even a year from now, I'm going to look back. And it almost brings tears to my eyes thinking about leaving because I love this place so much. 
And it's just, if you've never been to Dallas, come visit. Number 23. 23 and 24 are two of my other favorite things to talk about. 23 is consistency. I'm extremely grateful for the consistency that I have in my life. What's wrap, what's wrap, which I can't talk, wraps right into 24, which is discipline. I wanted to touch on these two a little bit more. I know I briefly touched on them last episode, but being consistent is not easy. But I think when you look at your life and you look at areas that you are consistent in, whether that's dinner, whether that's working out, whether that's work, kids, families, relationship, whatever, wherever that is, I think it's something to really notice. And when I wrote this down, it just reminded me again to be grateful for showing up every single day. I am the absolute worst person at looking at these things and being grateful for them. I just show up every day. I do them. I don't give myself a choice, which I know we all have choices in life, but for myself, I not working out unless I'm sick is just not an option. Not going to work unless I'm sick is just not an option. And so I feel like just having that consistency and showing up every single day is something that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I have the ability to do all of those things. And then 24, which is something I need to applaud my parents on is just discipline. I think consistency comes from having discipline, from having self-discipline enough to show up to when you commit to something, commit to it. If you're signing up for a workout class, I know things happen. But for me, if I have a time, I have a place, I'm going to show up. And I think a lot of it has to do with I was an athlete my whole life. I swam in the mornings. I swam at night. And so I feel like just having that structure throughout my entire life really bred that discipline. But I'm very grateful that I carried that into my college years and into my post-college years. And number 25 is rest. I am grateful for the opportunity to take time off to just relax. I don't know what it is, but every time I go home, my body just relaxes. I don't, I think it's just being home. My parents are there. My dogs are there. I immediately can watch TV, which I never watch TV unless it's sports here. I can sleep in past six. There's so many things that I need to work on when I'm in Dallas, but just resting, having time off resetting myself both physically and mentally is something that I am very grateful for. So that is it. A quick, which feels like a long 25 things that I am grateful for. And I hope this encourages each and every one of you listening to start writing those things, writing those things down, whether it's something as small as I'm thankful that I have eggs to cook this morning, or I'm grateful for the relationships in my life, my health, whatever it is. I think gratitude really gives you that appreciation. And I think that's where the mindset starts to shift. And I know that is where it really came together and came as one to me with just being positive my whole vision and mission and why for this podcast really started with gratitude. And since the last question that I always have is, what are you grateful for? I wanted to leave everyone with a quote that has been in my mind for the past few 
months. And it's something that I talk a lot about with Mike, who's been on a bunch of episodes. He is my mentor. And the quote is, slow success builds character. Overnight success builds ego. And this is something that I think a lot of go-getter, whether you're a go-getter or not, people can register with and resonate with. When you're not seeing that success of a career, a business, a workout, losing weight overnight, it's easy to get discouraged. But when I read this quote, I think of every single successful person I have interviewed on this podcast, almost every single one of my friends, they have all gone through H-E double hockey sticks and back to get to where they are. That's why that they have the character that they do. And so I just wanted to leave each and every one of you with that quote on a Monday. If you're out there listening to this, maybe you're at work or you're going for a walk, it is your reminder that just because your success hasn't come at the earliest that you would like it, it doesn't mean that it's not going to con- it's not going to come. So just a reminder that slow success is building your character and building your journey. And overnight success builds that ego, which is something that we are trying to detach from if you are me. So I hope everyone has a great week and we will see you next Monday. Thank you. Thank you.